You are listening to the Market Beautifully podcast. This is episode number 23. Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Today, it's all about Facebook Live, my friend. I'm bringing the wonderful Michelle Lewis to chat all about this today, and I just know you are going to absolutely love her. I know Facebook Live can be terrifyingly overwhelming and a bit intimidating, especially if you have never gone live before or are new to live video in and of itself. Michelle and I give strategies to help conquer the overwhelm and how to use Facebook Live strategically in your business, not just casually because everyone is telling you it's a good idea. Real quick, don't forget about signing up for the free four-day program called Convert and Monetize Your List, which helps you monetize your email list in value-packed ways. You can grab your free seat at marketbeautifully.com list. I have a seat right there waiting for you, and I don't want you to miss out because I have over 150 lovely, beautiful students that are in this program, and I'm loving seeing all their progress. So I want you to take your business to that level when it comes to using email marketing strategically and learning how to make money through list building techniques. If you currently have an email list right now and you have a product or service you are selling, you are a perfect fit for Convert and Monetize Your List program. So grab your free seat at marketbeautifully.com slash list and I'll see you on the inside. Okay, get ready to meet Michelle and learn all about her cool background right now. Let's dive in. Michelle Lewis, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey girl, I'm so good. How are you? Good. Okay, for those who don't know your story, your background, your business, tell us all about it. Okay, guys, strap in. It's going to be a wild (laughs) ride. No, I'm just kidding. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Um, Well, for those of you that have not heard of me, which is probably all of you, hello, I am Michelle. I am a visibility expert. I'm the founder of Visibility Vixen, and my specialty is helping launching lady entrepreneurs pretty much up their visibility. So that's systems, branding, video, live streaming, and most recently, podcasting. So that's pretty much what I do through my Facebook group, The Visible Entrepreneur entrepreneur and I um, specifically educate through online courses. Yeah. So tell us like before you started your business, what were you doing before? Because you have this awesome video on your website and it is amazing and it really helps everyone connect. So everyone just needs to go to our website. It's the (laughs) visibilityvixen.com and look at this video because I love it. Oh, thank you so much. That was just like a wild hair where I was like, I want people to know more about who I am so that they can see if I'm a good fit for them or not. But I've had like a hundred lives and I think most entrepreneurs have where you've done a million different things. You've succeeded a little, you've failed a lot. Um, So that's definitely been my story. Um, I grew up in film and television following my dad around the world on film sets and thought like, I'm going to be an actress and a producer and a director, like all these magical things. And it was, it was just something that did not happen for me, no matter how hard I tried. So I ended up becoming a stand-in, which is where you replace the actress when they're lining up camera lighting and sound. And I did that for about eight years. So it was very interesting that like I, my visibility journey, like I was invisible for so long. 
Um, I did music for a while. I got my degree in natural medicine. I got my degree in interior design, like oh all goodness. over the place, like thinking, oh, this is it. Oh, no, this is it. Oh, no, this is it. Yeah. Um, until I finally stumbled onto the entrepreneur path. And that's where I've been for about two years now. Nice. Awesome. Well, I love it because I feel like it's so relatable. I mean, me, I've shifted directions so many times just over the past six years. I mean, I started one business, but if I look back, it's completely different. And it just shows that everyone shifts. Everyone has those mm -hmm. little curves in their path. And anyways, I loved the story behind why it's called the visibility vixen, just getting you visible online because it can definitely be a struggle sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh, can it? And I yeah. mean, it's hard sometimes because we look at people and we're like, they've never had one problem in their life right. or, oh, they have no problem being in front of the camera. Yeah. But usually the people that you connect to and like adore mm -hmm. are the ones that have had the hardest story behind it. So mm -hmm. it's always, it's always really interesting. Yeah. And it shows a human, human aspect behind their brand too. So Absolutely. yeah, for sure. So mm -hmm. today we're going to be diving into Facebook live, right? Dun, dun, dun. Which I'm yes. super excited <laughs> about because I'm obsessed with live video and I need to do it even more. I need to be more consistent. That's my big thing. But I love it. Mm. Whenever I go live, I'm such an extrovert. I'm such an extrovert. So the wow. extrovert in me just eats it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. Um, but I know <laughs> that I've, I've been in Facebook groups. I have my own Facebook group. I've heard it's so intimidating for so many entrepreneurs. Um, and I mean, let's face it. I understand. I, I definitely get it. Um, I, I have been there. I mean, even though I am an extrovert, I'm sure you can relate to, it's just, you palms kind of start sweating before you hit the go live button mm -hmm. and you may feel like you want to rip your hair out or you just want to do something a little bit crazy because you're really nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get, we get it. Uh, so we're yeah. going to try to really relay like how you can set up your Facebook Live for success, how you can use it strategically, and how you can repurpose that content so you know that you're not just getting on live, you're actually going to use it beyond just the live video. So let's just start out, what was your first Facebook Live experience like, Michelle? I'm curious. Oh, I'm trying to think back. I mean, I feel like it's been so long ago. I have memory loss or something. Uh, I think it was on my personal page, and I just went live to kind of experiment and see what happened and was had no idea what I was going to say. It was probably the worst live stream ever. I'm sure that people are just like, what is she doing? It was totally <laughs> experimental. I had no idea. And I like hopped on it right when it first happened. So that's before people were really thinking of using right. it for their business or having specific strategy. Mm -hmm. Definitely the Michelle that live streams now would not recognize the Michelle of like a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me because I guess if you start out, it's like a pioneer. You're just going in. And I know a lot of people, it confused the heck out of a lot of people when they, mm -hmm. when they first started. Yeah, absolutely. I remember my first Facebook live experience. Oh my gosh, I only had 10 people show up. And which I mean, it's it's a good number for me mm -hmm. not even telling people on my email list, I'm on Facebook Live. I'm just absolutely. and I didn't even plan it. I was like, you know what, today, I am going to get on Facebook Live. So I did. <laughs> and I just showed up. And it was so awesome. I had the best experience. I didn't really come that planned, which I should have. Now I'm a lot more organized and planned. 
But mm-hmm. I remember just connecting with my audience on like such a deep level. Like I got to, and we talked about Instagram scheduling um, and visual planning your Instagram. And that was my main topic. But having that theme helped uh, because it attracted those people that are wanting to know more about Instagram. But man, by the end of it, I mean, we were just rolling over laughing. It was like 45 to 50 minutes long and they were pretty engaged and we had inside jokes and everything. Like it was just fantastic. fantastic. But then after that, the second and third Facebook live I had, I had two people show up. And no one Mm -hmm. even talked. So it's crazy Mm -hmm. because you think, oh, my gosh, this Facebook Live thing is great. And then I get on it again and I'm like, holy crap, where'd all you guys go? We had we had such a great time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there can definitely be different experiences. And I just want to suggest and encourage you guys not to get down on yourself if you do have a really sucky Facebook Live experience, because it's it may be kind of your ticket to the Facebook Live world is just okay. I have to have a sucky experience to be a part of the Facebook Live world because everyone has them. So, and I think that's kind of the danger is that a lot of people because um, I run a comfy on camera challenge where people can practice live streaming in my group nice. first before they like venture out on their own. And a lot of people equate the success of their live stream to the amount of people that show up. And Mm -hmm. it's specifically the amount of people that show up live, very much like you're talking about. And so it can really psych you out because you're live and maybe you're two or three minutes Mm -hmm. in and it's still at zero. And so it totally deflates your energy. Mm -hmm. You speed up your message just so you can get off as soon as possible and like save the embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of forget about it and you don't really want to go back into the field because it's like, okay, that was awful. (laughs) And I think there has to be a mental shift that happens because number one, most people catch the replay of a live, not the actual live. And number two, if you're like we were talking about repurposing this for other things as well, you should be showing up the same. It's like, you know, you and I were in that summit together. I'm showing up the same in that pre-recorded interview as I am on my podcast, as I am on my live, as I am on my training videos. So you really have to remove the expectation that in order for this to be a success, I have to have this many viewers because I can't tell you the amount of people, especially in my group that find videos I did like six months ago and are like, Oh my gosh, this resonated so much. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I totally like was torturing myself because no one showed up live. So we really have to remove that expectation because especially right now, it really doesn't matter if anyone shows up live. Like you can use it for so many different things and people do catch the replay. Yeah. And it is, it's a tough psychological trick to master because Mm -hmm. I know even personally, I've done the exact same thing. I will just deflate my message and I'll hurry up uh, as quick as possible just because you do feel embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And I mean, now I don't, but that's because I have a strategy behind my Facebook lives. But if you don't have a strategy, the reason why you're getting on Facebook live is to, I guess, present and engage. And that's the fun part of life. But definitely if you have a strategy going in and you know how you're going to use that Facebook live after like what you're talking about, or you know that people are going to be watching the replay, it may help with that boost of confidence instead of having you torture yourself because that's not fun. 
Well, and it takes a while for people to become familiar with you as a live streamer, right? Especially That's if you're true. doing it from your personal page or your business page, wherever it is. If you're just going live and you don't get any feedback and you're like, I can't ever do that again. It takes at least for me, like if I have a Facebook friend that's going live, it takes me kind of swiping past their live videos, maybe three or four times, like three or four times that they've gone live for me to be like, oh, like they like to live stream regularly. I think I'll tune in. So you never know, like you have to get that brand familiarity of people getting used to seeing you in that environment and then wanting to engage with you. It's not like you go live and you go to the top of their feed and they can't wait to hop on, right? That happens once someone becomes a fan or a subscriber, but before that, they're going to need to see your face a couple of times. And it could even be getting people on your live by the description you have in your Facebook live. That can definitely Mm -hmm. be a hook. What have you found that has worked with uh, that with you? Um, I, you know, I'm still working on my juicy title creators. I'm such like an analytical mind that I'm like, okay, they're going to learn this, this, and this. It's not necessarily the sexiest title, right? I'm the (laughs) same way. Yeah. My friend Angie Lee is a master at this and you can, um, I think her group is called health coaches make bank. And I mean, she puts just the craziest titles and it's totally true about what she's talking about, but it's like, I have to watch, like, I have to know that. Oh my gosh. She's so much fun. Okay, let's say some of the titles. What are some of the titles you've seen? I'm trying to think, like, she was saying something like, um, I know you need more energy, so watch me get a B12 shot in my butt. What? Like crazy. But she was at the doctor and she was getting a B12 shot. And of course, like she didn't show it, but she was going live saying, I know you guys are really low on energy and you really need B vitamins in your daily thing. She's like a health coach. Yeah. So this is what I'm doing. I'm experimenting with this. How's you guys' experimentation been with energy? What have you used? Da, 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 da. So she wow. gets massive engagement. She gets massive following. Um, it, it's just incredible. I mean, that's just a silly example, but she's yeah. talking about how to make money, how to release limitations, but she does it in a way where you feel like your best friend has just texted you. And so you want to like engage. So she's really, really skilled at that. And I'm learning a lot from her because I'm more of a shark personality. She's more of a dolphin personality and the dolphin personalities. And I think you're one too, are much more like, Ooh, I want to tune in because I want to be friends with her. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a huge key to your live streams. Like what would you text your best friend if you wanted them, you know, to text you back or to hang out with you or whatever, just to make it more exciting. Yeah, I love that. And definitely shows her personality through her titles too. Mm -hmm. See, I'm very structured. I'm very, okay, this is what you're going to learn. And I listen to podcasts that are like that. I listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. that are very structured, very, you know, note oriented because I want to learn as much as possible. I'm more about the content then that, mm-hmm. but that's just the way my brain works and so Me i'm too. trying to come off more relational cuz i i do have mm-hmm. a personality sometimes i get way too hot up in oh my gosh guys there's this new marketing strategy you guys have to know it here's step 1 step 2 step 3 and yep. it's like super not bland but super all about the facts and so yeah. it's definitely hard to make that transition to a more relational message for sure I totally agree. And I think the secret might be because if we think similarly, we're accessing that one analytical side of the brain and not communicating also the creative. So Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, you have to look at your titles more of how can I get both sides of the brain of my listener engaged where they want to come on this. So I think it's definitely 
you have to experiment, you have to hit on pain and pleasure points and just figure out what your jam is. Like, don't go look at Angie's video and then title it the same exact thing. It's not going to work for you. Like for us, we really like more of those tangible results and that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. We just need to make it a little bit more exciting than like, Hey, three ways to market today. (laughs) No one's going to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) What a killer title right there. (laughs) No one's still that one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that that's amazing. And okay. So now we're considering going on Facebook live and we're getting on Facebook live. What's the first thing we should tell people, even if no one's on live yet? Like, how should we start our live? I think it's always good to welcome them into the space. You know, they're choosing to spend their time with you. So it's like they're sitting down for coffee. So you don't, you're not like, hey, let's talk about blah, 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 blah. That would be a little scary. Um, You know, you want to get your coffee. You want to sit down. (laughs) You want to take your time. So I think it's always good to say, Hey, I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome to the show. What I'm going to be talking about is blah, 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 blah. And then introduce yourself. My name is Michelle Lewis. This is what I do, blah, 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 because you never know when it's someone's first time um, hearing you. And then start going into it. Do not lead with, I just saw this this morning and I was like, this took all the power out of your live stream. Okay, guys, I'm going to wait a few minutes to see, you know, who else tunes in. So I'm going to grab, you know, this over here and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Oh, and I see it all the time because there's that expectation of, I want more people to be on live to affirm me so I can keep going. Right. So it's really important to just dive into it. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can always pause. Does anyone have any questions or insert your call to action or whatever, but really make sure you're keeping it going. Everyone's live streaming now. So there's no longer the shiny thing of, Oh, she's live. And I want to hang out with her for an hour. People want, you know, five to 10 minutes, then get out, right? Leave on a high note and get out of there. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I like that. Yeah. I think that that has so, so much to do with psychology. I feel like a it lot does. of Facebook Live has to go back with psychology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but I like how you said insert your call to actions. Like start out with, "Hey, welcome to the space," and then have the same line that you say every time. Maybe you can change it up a little bit. But like, "Hi, I'm Michelle Lewis. This is what I do. This is who I am. You can find me here." And then you go straight into your message. And then you Absolutely. can insert call to actions. Like, do you have any questions? Of course, chat chat it up. Uh, you know. Put it in the comments or if you have a link for them to go to, if you're giving away some free video series or if you're wanting to push people to do like a five-day challenge with you or whatever it is that, or a free Lightroom preset. I know there's a lot of photographers that listen to this show. Whatever you're pushing, insert that call to action and then see how many people are viewing and then say, hey, if you want me to back up, uh, just let me know and then they'll let you know. But Absolutely. Yeah. And it's really important that you understand that when you're going live, whether it's on your page or in a group, that's your real estate. So of course you have to be respectful of groups if it's no promo, unless you're doing like a guest live where they've invited you to come in. Don't put in your call to actions in the description. You can PM people afterwards with it if they're interested. But for me, like if I'm go if I'm going to guest in a group and they're like, Hey, we want you to come in and talk about this and feel free to use whatever link you want. Then I make that description bang in. I have my 
my title, I put in my bio, I put in where they can find me, where to join the group and my nice. freebie. Like I really, really claim the space. And a lot of people don't, they just put in two lines and go. And it's like, you need to kind of go into your live knowing where do you want people to follow you or yeah. respond. And so really fill out your description with those links ahead of time, not afterwards so that while people are looking, they can be like, okay, I've heard this. I've heard a little bit of recall to action, you know, view full description click right. versus like, Hey, you know, the amount of people that are actually going to say, Hey, what was that link again is like 1%. Yeah, yeah, so no, that's what you're going to miss so many things and shout out to the photographers. My hubby is a photographer. So, Hey guys, how you doing? Keep no going. You can do it. Yeah. It's nice. so much fun. We do photography on the side for brands, like for entrepreneurs. We've been doing it for like a year and it's so much fun. I love it so much. Okay. I wish I lived closer to you. Oh my gosh. You You need to take a trip to California. I do. I do. I'm hanging on the beach. (laughs) Yes. Not that I'm ever at the beach, but I think people think I am because I'm from LA. So (laughs) yeah, I'm at the beach. Meet you guys there. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Whatever. (laughs) So if we were going to consider using Facebook Live as part of our marketing strategy, so not just going on Facebook Live, but now we're talking about the overall hierarchy Mm. marketing strategy, what would be our first step to view it as a marketing strategy? I think it's always good to use Facebook Live as a facilitator of something greater. Mm -hmm. So that might be if you're live streaming on your personal page, you're really wanting to bring people into your Facebook group. It might be that you're live streaming like for me once a week in your group to catch people up, but to also showcase whatever course that you're selling that month. Um, that's kind of how I use it. You can also do the next step and save your live and upload it to YouTube or use it as an email sequence. Like there's so many things that you can do with live. Sometimes I do like I'll capture a still of my live and like make a cute graphic and put it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like you can do so, so much stuff with your lives. But I think the best thing, especially if you're giving great content, save it and save it right away, please. Because if you're like trying to find it later, you're never going to find it. And Facebook, like who knows, I've had people where videos have disappeared and they're like, I went to save it like a month after I did it and it's gone. I'm like, don't wait a month. Yes. (laughs) So there's so much that you can do. So capitalize on the information that you're giving. Remember that your time is valuable. Save that bad boy and repurpose it in whatever way feels best for you and where you're going in your business. Right. Yeah, I love that. Repurpose it. I mean, use mm-hmm. it. You've been on Facebook Live. Now it's a video. Everyone knows how useful videos are in today's mm-hmm. marketing world. Like, yeah, like you save it. Use it. Um, what you're talking about, uploading it to YouTube. You could have a weekly live stream on either your Facebook page or if you have a Facebook group and then save it and then upload it as a weekly YouTube video. So now you don't have to create a new video. You've already created it on Facebook Live how freaking easy it took 10 to 15 minutes and you literally download it. That is just insane. Blows my mind. And now you have a weekly YouTube channel and all you're doing is pressing the upload button and uploading a video. That's exactly. It's so simple and straightforward. And like for me on my YouTube channel, I have my business pillars. So systems, branding, video, live streaming. So I only upload them when it really falls under one of those pillars. If it's a general catch up or, Hey, this is what we're talking about this month. I don't really need that. But 
if it's something that's going to be of huge benefit, put it up there and then be really intentional with filling out the text. I mean, there's people that find me on YouTube every day and I'm sure they find you as well. So it's really important to put yourself if you can maintain it on as many platforms as you can, just because you never know where your audience is. That that is so, so true because I started YouTube just for this podcast to start doing some videos, you know, while I was doing the interview because some people wanted mm-hmm. video and audio. So Me too. I, I started to it a couple months ago. Yeah. yeah so I just absolutely. like, I'm just going to go hop on YouTube, host videos. I'm not going to market it. I don't even tell any of my audience I'm on YouTube. I don't mm-hmm. even have a YouTube link. But on one of my videos, I have over almost 2,000 views. I don't even know how I got them. They just found me on YouTube. It's all about YouTube Mm -hmm. SEO. And then on one of my other podcast interview calls, someone got a client from the comments on YouTube because they randomly found the video on YouTube. So it's amazing the power of YouTube. And I I never believed in YouTube. But Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, this past two months... I'm feeling pretty good about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's the truth because you have to look at what are the top search engines in the world. Yeah. And you have Google, you have Pinterest, and you have YouTube. Exactly. That's it pretty much. So if you can make sure that you're visually on those platforms as much as you can be, like I have not mastered Pinterest yet because I've been busy with Google and YouTube, but you know, get yourself out there as much as you can because the stats behind video and now like live streaming is blowing video stats out of the water, but all of that is so much greater than text. And I find people that are struggling writing blog posts, putting the copy up on their website and all of that. And I'm like, don't waste your time right now. Like get used to this platform because it's going to take you six months to a year to get really comfortable with the video and live streaming process and all of that automation, like get into that now. And some people are like, well, I just, I just don't like video. I just don't like going live. And I'm like, I'm really sorry, but I don't care because the market doesn't care. You have to adjust yourself. And we're constantly reinventing ourselves as entrepreneurs to be relevant in whatever the world wants right now. So it's really how we're of best service. And right now it's video, but even more so live streaming, like you're saying. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you follow Gary V, but he Mm -hmm. talks all about how the market doesn't care about you they don't they don't really care they you have to be where they're at and that's all you have to care about as a business owner because they're not going to cater to what you want which you know it kind of stinks but it's true and as a business owner you may have to put your big girl panties on sometime and you know put some makeup on if that makes you feel a little better and get in front (laughs) of the camera because there's no reason that you can't get in front of the camera I mean Mm -hmm. you're gonna rock it it may be the first time it may be a little uncomfortable but after a few times you may really enjoy it if you give it a chance. You never know. And then if you don't, you know, then you can decide. Then you can make that decision. But give it at least two to three solid months and put it in your marketing strategy and see how well it does for you. I totally agree. And for those of you that feel really freaked out, like not just the normal, I need to psych myself up and do it, but you literally start shaking, sweating. I had a girl that would break out in hives. Oh my gosh. If this is a really huge fear for you, maybe you're more of a B personality, which is totally fine. Maybe you have had huge wounds in your past that make the idea of other people seeing your face live just 
horrifying, know that that's okay. That's totally fine. We've all been there. I know I've been there for sure. I used to have horrible cystic acne. So imagine me as a stand-in on a film set, like coming in with a huge breakout on my face, just feeling like I do not want 300 people staring at my face on a film screen when I have this huge breakout. So what's really important is that, you know, if you're in that space, it's so vital that you address those traumas and wounds now and do it before your business grows because otherwise you're going to sabotage yourself all over the place. So dig into that, figure out what are your biggest fears about going live or being on video? Okay. What are those based on? What wounds are those based on? Mm -hmm. Then start resolving them, start reversing your thought process, start creating your future actively and seeing yourself as that person that you really want to be. And those are some of the things we work through in the comfy on camera challenge, because most of the time, why people think they're afraid of live streaming isn't really true. It's this deeper stuff that's happened in their childhood that needs to be resolved. And then that like layer comes down and then they have no problem going live. So it can be a very deep journey for a lot of people. That is amazing. Isn't it? Yeah. So amazing. Okay. So talk to me about the comfy on camera challenge. So I started this back in 2015, like before a lot of people were live streaming, before a lot of people were doing live stream challenges. And uh, I just wanted to approach it differently. So I really dug into what are your fears? What are they based on? What are some of the strengths that you've been ignoring? What are your thoughts that you're running through your mind consistently? Really taking them through the process of resolving the old patterns like we're talking about and really enhancing their strengths and starting to look at every single thing as a hidden strength, start starting to look at their failures as the reason why they're the only person in the world that can help their audience with this one thing. So it's a five day challenge and every day they get their lesson from me, then they go live, they have specific homework assignments and then I jump in the group live once a day to just help and motivate, especially with like mission statement clarity, that's huge. So many people are so general about it, which I used to be. So we really workshop that and then their big why. I found that a lot of people have their immediate why of why they want their business in terms of I want to help my family or I want to help women all over the world or whatever that may be, but not the big why, which is specifically, what are you going to do? If I handed you a million dollars of revenue from your business, what are you going to do to actually help start changing the world? And I find that when women answer that question, their energy changes the light in their eyes changes and the power that they come into live streaming with totally skyrockets. And that's when the change really starts happening, which is on day four. So by day five, they're able to go publicly into their live stream and pretty much nail it. So it's been really cool to see. Cause they feel like they have a purpose. Yes. Oh, I love that. Isn't it cool? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's so that's much fun. So great. Well, we're going to have to link in the show notes a way to get involved in the comfy Absolutely. yeah, comfy on camera challenge cuz if mm-hmm. you feel like this would be a great fit for you, I would love for you to uh, just get involved with this challenge cuz it sounds amazing. It's a good time. It's so cool to see women from all over the world. Right now there's a woman in there. Um she's probably in her 60s and she lives in Ireland. 
And so she's getting on there, like live streaming, facing her fears. And it's just the most sweet thing in the world. Like she's the sweetest woman and she doesn't even realize it yet. So I'm excited to see what happens for her by day five. That's awesome. I bet it's so great to see people go from the very beginning and then just how much they transform within less than seven days. It's the, it's literally one of the best feelings in the world. And the fact that you're, you're helping them like that's, I mean, I'm just a facilitator and I'm just so incredibly blessed and I get so grateful and I just cry because I'm like, Oh, just to be able to help someone get past those wounds is such a beautiful gift. And to have women that come in and just say how much their lives have changed just because of a challenge. Like to me, it seems like, well, it's just a challenge that I put together, but it's actually when you create the space intentionally for people to heal and to really change, it's incredible what happens. Man, and that's that's why I love this online space is because I feel like there's a lot of entrepreneurs that do talk about different ways to market and we all have our sub sub niches and stuff, but man, when you have just your solid group of people and they email you and they Instagram message you just hey, I was able to sell this product today and I was able to buy my kids shoes or, you know, just something like that. And I'm just, I'm kind of an emotional person. And so I always cry. I'm always breaking down crying. I'm so happy for you. I I love you so much. You're so great. I just want to like have a confetti gun and just, you know, shoot it everywhere or like have a happy dance every time Mm -hmm. I'm with them. So yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Being a business owner is awesome. It is. It's the best. And I see you coming to LA and us doing a shoot with you with a confetti gun. It's happening. (laughs) It is happening. Hands down. I'm booking my ticket right now. Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay. Now let's talk about how we can engage with our audience on Facebook live. Like I know we talked about if people were going to show up or not, but let's say you at least have two to three people that are showing up live. How can we really engage with them and get them commenting and responding and feeling like they're a part of the live with us? Melissa Farr is an expert at this. I don't know if you guys follow her. If you don't, you can join her group, the feminine affluent entrepreneur, but she is a master at this. She's so intentional and she'll sign on and Hey, how are you guys doing? It feels like you literally have just like stopped by to chat, which is awesome, which is what we talked about. She introduces herself. And then what she does is she plugs throughout her live stream in a way where you, you have to respond which is interesting because it's not like a, and hopefully I do this too. I honestly don't know. My engagement's pretty good, but I don't think I'm as good at it as she is. But it's like, how do you provide a space where you yourself, instead of you just wanting people to respond, do you genuinely wonder what people are thinking and feeling and genuinely want to help them through that transition? Are you wanting to take them through a process on your life so that they walk away feeling enhanced as a person? And I think that's what she specifically does and holds the space for so that I find she'll be like, so how are you feeling about this? Do you really truly feel that you're meant to be successful in your life in business? Or do you feel like you're being held back because of past failures? So you don't really deserve it. Please let me know. Just give me like a 
high five, like a yes, or whatever, let me know in the comments, and then she moves on. So I think it's really an interesting strategy that she does. And of course, you know, I've seen tons of lives that do it different ways. And you can just say things like, Hey, let me know where you're from, put it in the comments, right? That's fine. But can you be a little bit different? Can you go a little deeper? And I think if you're truly in this business to become a thought leader, you have to take it a little bit more seriously. So what can you do? And specifically, like I'm thinking about your audience, if they're photographers and they're like, well, Michelle, like, what am I going to say? Like, what's your favorite photo? (laughs) Um, But what if you instead on your live say something like, I did this photo shoot recently and I'm going to throw this picture in the comments. I want you guys to look at it and I want to know how does it actually make you feel? Because I feel like photography really needs an intentional purpose. And so in this shoot, we were really trying to bring Mm -hmm. out blah. Do you feel like it brought out blah or did it bring out another emotion for you? Like think of little ingenious ways where they can participate and feel like they're relevant and that they're a part of something. I think that's the key. Yeah. I feel like whenever I'm on live, I go too broad. I feel like your questions that you're Mm -hmm. talking about are very specific. And Mm -hmm. like whenever I first start out and I typically ask, tell me what kind of business you have. That is like typically my first question because I want to know what type of business owner is coming on my live so I can you know tweak the message to where it really fits them and Mm -hmm. so like let's say I have a WordPress theme developer and they're selling WordPress themes Um, well then I'm going to direct my marketing message to online product marketing not client-based marketing so that's what I do but that's a pretty broad question so I like Mm -hmm. that you're talking about getting really nitty-gritty with it Yeah, because I think it's important to remember, and I forget this sometimes too, there's a person on the other side of that screen. And yes, they, they have a, they have a business. Sure. Why do they have that business? What are their biggest struggles in the business versus like, well, I'm not hitting my numbers every month. That's one pain point. That's kind of superficial. The other pain point is I'm working 14 hours a day behind this computer, not being rewarded for my time and not able to spend time with my kids. Like, That's like the, right. You feel it right in your gut. Like that's what people really need comfort around and peace around. I had one woman that was really wanting to launch something in her business. So she was taking all the education that she could, which was fantastic, but she Mm -hmm. still felt stuck. Well, it's because the pain point she was really feeling had nothing to do with this. So we needed to go in a different direction with her. So I think, you know, serve people where they're at as a person, as a whole being. And that is physically and what they're doing with their business, but also emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because then that, that's why you kind of get on Facebook live in the first place is to connect and teach, but also to really connect deeply. And I love that. Yeah. I think it's such an important thing to remember and something that I need to remember as well. It's so easy to forget because you're behind a computer screen or your phone and you're just like, Oh, I'm making an announcement or whatever. And not really digging into no, like I could actually change somebody's life today. I could adjust their perspective this much so that they walk through the day with hope instead of discouragement. Yeah. Like who's watching? What have they gone through today? They probably (laughs) had a really rough day or they launched something and nothing sold. That sucks. That's a really sucky feeling. I've Mm -hmm. been there. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that for sure. Yay. (laughs) So now let's, let's go into the tech aspect of Facebook live. This Uh, is a little intimidating for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Now, obviously, you can just use your phone, but let's say you want to get serious about this. Like, you are making mm-hmm. a weekly Facebook Live, and, you know, you're really digging in. Okay, mm-hmm. so talk about the tech that you use for your Facebook Live or some some type of, I guess, tools and tech that you've seen other people use successfully. It's actually really, really easy. So don't feel intimidated or scared by it. This is the easy part. It's like the deep issue stuff that's the hard part. So for me, I have a um, Samsung like PC monitor, which is right in front of me now. It does not have a camera on it. So I actually have a Logitech C930 that's on top, which has a really great image. But if you have one that's built in, I'm sure that it's fine. Unless it's from like 1990, then you might need to upgrade. (laughs) I think I have the same Logitech actually. I'm looking at it right now. So yeah. Fantastic. We're good people. Um, And then I, you know, I do have a mic. You can, I think the C930 does pick up audio as well. And you might be able to get away with that if you're in a more like carpeted room. My room is, as you can see, it's wood floors. It's like cabinets and ceilings. So it's very echoey. So I use the Yeti Pro, um, but that's a more expensive purchase. You don't have to do that. If you don't have any of the tech and you're like, Michelle, I can't afford any of this. That's no problem. Use your phone. and your headphones easy you can lay your phone horizontally it picks that up fine like it's super simple and then all I do for lighting is I have a china ball that's right here so it literally sits on top of my printer and that's my light and that's it so it's really not as hard as people think people think like oh my gosh that has to be a huge production no 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 doing pre-recorded video is much more challenging if you're like getting a camera and all that kind of stuff you don't have to do any of that then you have to edit that's the worst part editing (sighs) with facebook live don't get me started (laughs) it's terrible yeah well i know for me like sometimes if if I have a, a message that I want to say, and I'm like, okay, I just learned about this new uh, software for Pinterest that loops pins or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm going to go on Facebook Live, and I may just be in my car with my phone talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not driving. That would be bad. Don't drive on Facebook Live at the same time. I'm not encouraging <laughs> that. I'm just sitting in a parking lot. And people yeah. are staring at me, and I look like a really big idiot. But that's what I do Doesn't sometimes. matter. No. You're making money, honey. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. That's what I say to people. I'm like, oh, I'm making money. Yeah. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I love connecting with my, I also feel like it's like, oh, she's just sitting in her car. Like she's a normal human being. She's not Mm -hmm. sitting in front of, like right now I'm sitting in front of a ring light. And you know, sometimes I do, I do get on Facebook live and there's a ring light in front of me and I have my nice Logitech. I love this Logitech. So great. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, I love it. And then I'll have a mic and I'll have all that equipment, but you don't, mm-hmm. you do not necessarily need it. Um, yeah. I know if you do want to have better audio, this is something that I would recommend. You can get one of those clip on mics and mm-hmm. I will actually post a link on in the show notes for, I found this really awesome clip on mic um, on oh Amazon. Oh my gosh, I need it. I it's need it because I tried to get one on Amazon and it sucks. So yeah. I'm excited. Okay. I'll get it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> we use it for a lot of our uh, videography, and it's it's amazing. Awesome. Like, the sound quality is great. It's it's really aligns with Rode, like the quality of a Ooh. Rode brand. So, yeah, I'll make sure to link that in the show notes, and I'll send it to you because it, awesome. it's awesome. But, yeah, like what she talked about with her lighting and a ring light, if you do want lighting, that's the way to go. If not, mm-hmm. sit in front of a window. That works, yep. too. And it's also free. So <laughs> mm-hmm. It works yeah. beautifully. I mean, natural light is... Is always your best 
thing. I happen to have a cameraman hubby that works on TV shows. So he's like, oh, we have a China ball, which is so cheap. It's like, I mean, total with the bulb and everything, I think it's eight bucks. So it's super affordable. What? But for him, it has to be like positioned. It's like right here because that casts the beauty light and has a little bit of shadow for whatever. And I'm, I don't know all of that stuff, but I do know you can find things so easy, so cheap. And if you can just get yourself, like she said, in front of a beautiful window, not when the light's shining directly through so that you look like crazy, <laughs> but like, yeah, especially in the morning, like soft light, that's mm-hmm. the best thing that you can do. Oh yeah, for sure. So what have you used? Have you experimented with OBS at all like that type of software for Facebook Live? I have I think that it's slowly phasing out just because Facebook Live is getting savvier. And I think my instinct says that pretty soon they're going to have the share screen feature. um, Just because it you know, they're going to do it. So OBS is you can definitely do that if you're wanting to share your screen right now or have like a pre roll that brings you in. I know um, Amanda Petrie does that. Um, But I think that for people first starting out, that's too intense. I think if you're wanting to do um, either through your phone, through Facebook, or if you want to use like be live or something, if you're interviewing someone in your group, that's a great software. But I think other than that, Facebook's really covered a lot of bases. It has, and it's going to continue to grow for sure. Yeah. I mean, they've put so much money into advertising this Facebook live platform. There's huge billions. Yeah. It's crazy. It's Mm -hmm. insane. Yeah. Those commercials, I was just thinking, man, how much money did they spend creating that? And then the media (laughs) placement for that, my yep. gosh, I would love to be the agency to place those media pieces, make a percentage off that because they made bank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was shocked when I saw the stats in the beginning of 2017 of how many people are investing in live streaming ads. It's like number one right now. And it's a crazy amount of money. So when mm-hmm. you see the market going that way, like run as fast as you can after oh, yeah. it because oh, yeah. you want to capitalize on the opportunity. Just like when you saw Instagram started taking over with the Insta stories, you knew that Snapchat was going to start to decrease. So right. you really have to keep moving as much as you can. Transition. And that all mm-hmm. goes back to don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like mm-hmm. if you were in Snapchat, well now Insta and actually yesterday Instagram just came out with the uh, new filters. Yeah, Yay! and if you're I listening know. to this a year from now, you're probably like, "Oh my gosh, that's forever ago." But <laughs> right it's now, it's new for us, guys. It is appreciate the excitement. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I look like a bunny and I'm on Snapchat. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think it's still live. You have to go to my profile and you have to watch my stories because my husband took over the phone and is like, "Ah!" and whenever you go "Ah!" on the Insta stories, the bunny ears go. Yes. Yes. I know what you're talking about. It's the cutest thing You gotta watch it. It's so funny. Oh, I'm crying laughing. Go watch it. Yeah. You gotta see it. It's hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was really excited when I saw that Instagram stories came out with that. And I knew it was going to happen just because of the way it was redirecting that way. But Mm -hmm. if you put all your eggs in the Snapchat basket, then a good strategy, like let's say Instagram. Instagram, I'm assuming, is about to become a pay-to-play platform like Facebook. So you need to start directing as many people to either a Facebook group where you can control the environment a little bit more or your email list or, Mm -hmm. you know, keep redirecting as many people to other places that where where they're not just all in one place like Mm -hmm. I would love to just spend 24 7 all my time on Instagram 
I would love it. But I mm -hmm. know that that's not practical because sooner or later, I would say in the next year or two, I'm predicting that I'm going to start having to pay like as if a boosted post on your Facebook page. We're going to have to yeah. start doing that with our Instagram post. This algorithm, this new algorithm changed the recent one. Yeah, just, crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's they're basically saying prepare yourself, business owners, um, mm -hmm. especially with the new business profile that came out. They can tag you as a business owner easily and dock you points in the algorithm. So, you know, I love Instagram. I love Instagram stories, but it's definitely heading that way. So you just have to brace mm -hmm. yourself, prepare for change, and adjust all the time. <laughs> Tons of fun. Exactly. It's an adventure well, every day. I know, and that's the thing as an entrepreneur, you just have to accept the reality. You're gonna be constantly reinventing yourself, mm -hmm. and it's okay. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that's a big struggle for a lot of people, but just go with it. Just go with the flow, it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, go with the flow. I'm trying to think of the person on Finding Nemo that goes with the flow all the time. Oh, the turtle. The just turtle. Swimming, yeah. Just swimming. <laughs> I love that. It's such a lighthearted movie. I know. It's beautiful. Okay, so last question. This is a really big mm -hmm. question. How mm. do we optimize our Facebook live sessions to where we're attracting paying customers and paying clients? That's a rough one. That is a big one. I think, I think that people have a kind of a mental shift that happens from when they're on their personal profile to when they're going into a group. Mm -hmm. And if you're in your group, that's a really safe space to constantly be offering things to be able to help facilitate. So you go into groups like Taylor Manning's or Amanda Petrie's or whoever, Malfar. They're constantly offering things to enhance your business. So that's the place where you can shamelessly sell. It's your real estate, you know, to a certain degree. And so right. I think it's really important to facilitate your lives in your own group. And I think you can, of course, drive traffic to your group from your profile or in another group. But your group is the safe space where you can constantly be offering. And I sell all the time in my group because I know people want to learn from me. So if I have a new product, a new offering, I'm doing a master workshop next week, like people want to get in on that. So that's the best way to start warming people up to purchasing from you. So hopefully you have something in place that's like a lead magnet where people opt in. Then you have a tripwire on the the back end of right. that so that people can start warming up for like 17 bucks, 27 bucks, right. because you really want people to be repeat customers and keep coming back. So I think a Facebook group is definitely the place to do that. Yes. And you guys know I'm a marketing nerd, so I love this stuff, but I saw you comment on some Facebook post in a Facebook group, whatever. There are so many mm -hmm. that pop in your feed. And mm. uh, then you set a podcast checklist. And I was considering at the time creating a podcast course. I'm always curious what other people are doing. So I clicked on yeah. it. This is when I first knew you were doing the summit. And mm -hmm. then on the back end, once you click into the checklist, I saw your tripwire right there. I was like, this girl, yeah, baby. <laughs> she knows how to market herself. I love it. And after that, I was like, I'm obsessed with Michelle Lewis. This is great. Yes. This yes. girl knows how to tripwire. Yes. <laughs> And you know, it took me time, right? I saw Taylor Manning trip wiring and I was like, ooh, this is amazing. I need to do that for myself. And so don't like listen to all this and panic. Like it's going to be fine. Just start with an opt-in totally fine. Yeah, yeah, but then you sure. can create a 20 minute masterclass or a workshop and then eventually a course or a one-on-one -on -one coaching package. And then you'll get more comfortable as you live stream more saying, Hey, this is all geared to, you know, hopefully you want this or the next week. Okay. What are you looking for now? And like, I'm polling in my group, I'm seeing what are people struggling with? Yeah. And that's how I'm shaping my offerings and my live streams. So I think it's really important to keep that conversation happening. 
So an example with your podcasting, let's say Michelle gets on Facebook Live and starts talking about the this is a terrible title, but let's go with it. Five top yeah. podcast tips. Woohoo. Mm -hmm. Super generic, but we'll go with it. So <laughs> yeah, we'll let's go. say this was a really awesome title and people came and watched her Facebook live stream because they just had to know these five podcast tips that were mm -hmm. the absolute greatest in the world. Well, she's going to then pitch a free opt-in. That's the podcast checklist. It says, okay, do you want to um, start your own podcast? Well, this is perfect. Let's be best friends. Download the checklist. Cool. Okay, well then now that they have gone to the landing page, so you're following me from the Facebook Live, you're following me to the checklist landing page, right? On that landing page, once they opt in, they press the send me my checklist button. What happens? Well, Michelle then redirects them to another page that has the tripwire. And what a tripwire is, it's just a low cost offer. So this means that they do have to pull out their wallet, but it's like under 50 bucks. S super cheap. And mm -hmm. something that brings a lot to the table, a lot of value. And so that's what we're talking about with a tripwire. And that's kind of like the progression. So in a way, some people call it the sales funnel. I know that's a very intimidating name. So I don't like to use that as much anymore because I found that it intimidates a lot of people. But that's what How it about is. The confetti funnel. There you go. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> confetti funnel. Confetti guns ablazing right now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I really do need to do this video, this confetti video. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Just fly to LA. We'll make it yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, what do you think I'm highlighting in my email sequence? I'm highlighting the podcast episodes I've done where I've talked with other podcast hosts. Like, that's Free how content. you bring it all. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you can repurpose everything. Thing. And it's not wrong to do because people that are in my podcasting funnel, what do they want to learn about podcasting? podcasting? So that's what all the content is about until I lead them into selling my purpose led podcasting course. So it all starts to come together once yeah. you, you know, do the daily activities to make it happen, which are on this crazy board behind me. I'm sure you can see that's like, <laughs> like those you. are my, those are my funnels. Like, and it takes time, like not all of them are checked off. So you just have to start at the very beginning with your opt in. Right. Well, I love it because you're bringing so much value. You're not just asking for a sell immediately. You're very value based. And I love seeing entrepreneurs that are marketing that way because I've seen also a lot of other entrepreneurs that aren't marketing that way. And I just want to go, oh, no, you shouldn't mm -hmm. do that. So, and you know, they're going to flame out eventually. You have yeah. to lead with value. You do. You do have to lead with value. So mm -hmm. that's why I love running this podcast is because it, it definitely opens your eyes to how to sell with leading with value, not just selling and selling and selling and feeling slimy. Mm -hmm. That's not cool. No one wants to feel slimy here. No, mm -mm. no mm -mm. sliminess. It's gross. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have loved talking to you about Facebook Live, Michelle. It has been Me so too. much fun. It has been. It's been a blast. Yes. Thanks so much <laughs> for coming on the show. We'll have to do this again. Absolutely. And to everyone out there, just start with your first live and tag me and Haley so we can see it. Yes, please do. <laughs> now, if they want to find you, where yes. do they go? I would love to see you guys over at visibilityvixen.com. And, and you can video. Watch the video yes. and then you can go to visibilityvixen.com forward slash live streaming. And that's where you can opt into the comfy on camera challenge. If you'd like to start practicing your live streaming awesome. in the safety of my group, I'd love to see you there. Oh, good, good. And we'll <laughs> link all of that in the show notes as well. Now, where is your, what is your most favorite social media platform to hang out on? 
Oh, that's hard. Um, I think right now it's Instagram. I'm having yeah. a good time over there. I mean, of course, Facebook is great, but I really love the visual stuff with Instagram. So that's very, yeah. very exciting for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm an Instagram yeah. nerd for sure. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm following you. I'll have to follow you right now. Yeah. I'll put that on my phone. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for coming on. Of course. See you guys later. Isn't Michelle the absolute best? I'm so glad we all got to hang out together today. And thanks so much for tuning in to the show. I always enjoy hanging out with you. Don't forget to sign up for the free program, Convert and Monetize Your List, at marketbeautifully.com list. And if you are loving this show, I would absolutely love more than anything if you could leave a review on iTunes. It means the world to me and it really helps out this show. So thanks in advance. I know that uh, leaving a review on iTunes can be a hassle, but I really do appreciate it. I'll talk to you next week, and until then, keep marketing beautifully.